Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Woo! welcome to Hazy Not Crazy. Excited about this episode. We have um, Matt Bonfiglio. Matt Bonfiglio. He's a partner marketing manager working in the tech industry for the last seven years. He lives with his fiance and two golden retrievers in San Diego, California, and plans to get married March of 2023. Matt was first diagnosed with epilepsy when he was five years old, and it was controlled with medication until he was 20. The seizures came back, and they have been uncontrolled for the past nine years. Matt loves sports and is a diehard Dodgers fan. I'm sure Shannon will (laughs) enter Shannon's grunts and dismay. And on a sunny day, you can find Matt outside the beach or on the golf course. Or and Matt doesn't know yet. I'm gonna keep him in the green room and make him listen. Shannon, I got a, I, I snapped a DM that Matt posted of spitting game to his current fiance. Oh, so, I love it. Let's give it to us. Give yeah, it. should we give it to us? I want to wait for yeah. Matt, but I think this is a good thing. You know, it's kind of a nerve wracking thing to make that shoot your shot. Okay, and Matt's. You know, I'm I'm curious about timelines here, and I want to see how he handled it. And clearly. We just heard it in his intro. He secured the bag, as they say. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Matt Bonfiglio, right here. Oh! What's up, I Matt? I think I could have said a better intro myself. Oh, there. <laughs> well, you, yeah, exactly. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, it's, uh, what's today? Say Wednesday? It's almost the weekend. It's good. It's beautiful San Diego day. Can't complain. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, I just have, I'm going to have to interject. I don't, I don't ever want to hear it say, it said secured the bag when you're, you know, talking about. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. Secure bag is more yeah. of a money thing. Well, it's like a, it's yeah. like a, okay, no, secured I, the bag. us ladies, we don't want to be called bags. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh. Okay. Noted, noted, secured the deal. Yeah, it's a little better. Secured the most beautiful woman in the world who will have the most amazing and bright future as we know. Um, Perfect. Well, I mean, I think we should just get right into it if, uh, you know, if anybody does it. Matt, again, welcome to Hazy Not Crazy, and thank you for for joining us. I met Matt years ago, and and Shannon knows his, we both know his mother, Lori, who's a great advocate. Yeah. And and I remember I did have a couple phone conversations with Matt, um, you know, closer than we are further apart in age. And I think it was really cool to connect um, with Matt. Yeah. So we're, we're excited to have you on the program to kind of share, um, you know, any story that you certainly would like. But I mean, should we just kick it off? Because we got so excited about meeting your fiance. And I have some screenshots <laughs> from Bumble. Matt, Shannon and I agreed to, to role play this one. So okay, let, let's go for it right now. This is a good <laughs> one. This is fantastic. I love yeah, it. let's and roll I love through that this. You still have it. Uh, it's funny because I just dug that up yesterday. It was it was something that you know it's, it's almost been four years, or it's been more than four years now. So I had to had to bring it to fruition. Ah, I love it. So wait, my question is: Are that your two retrievers, your retriever and her retriever, like that you yeah. had? We, oh, we each like had that. red golden retrievers uh, separately. Now they're sisters. I love it. What are their names? Yeah. I just am a sucker for dogs. Um, so, so my golden is named Bella. Her golden is Mallory. 
Mallory's uh, about eight years old. Bella's five. Um, but they're they're sweet girls. They they're Aww. definitely sassy. Definitely <laughs> too smart for their own good. But uh, we like to have a good time with them. Oh, that's great. I love it. I love it. I have, all right. I have well, four, four dogs, but they're all red. The red hair dogs. So partial to that. My husband and son both have red hair. So I'm definitely partial to redheads. I don't know <laughs> what's going on there, but oh, well. That's interesting. Okay. Well, let's see how this party started and let's, how Matt secured the most beautiful woman he'll spend the rest of his life with. Super randomly. I just saw you on Bumble and thought you were quite beautiful and saw you had an adorable golden retriever as well. Hi. I'm so sorry. Just saw this message in my request, which I never look at. Ah, yeah. Your golden retriever is super adorable. And thank you. I can definitely say the same about you. Mm. It's a little spicy in there too. Oh like man! It. It, well, it, done. well done! Well done! It's really funny because you go back and read things that you write, and you're just like, "What? Why did I say that?" You know. But um, you know, it, I was happy she she responded. I don't know if you catch the difference in the date. It was about eight days. Uh, I happened to see her on Bumble. She was in San Diego with a bachelorette party. And I saw her on Bumble. Uh, Bumble's the one where the girl has to go first. So we actually never technically matched. And I said, you know, she's got her Instagram linked. I'm going to go shoot her a message. And she ended up responding. We texted for six months. Finally, I was like, I'm coming to see you. And I hopped on an airplane. And the rest has been history. Oh, that's beautiful. Five, wait, five I days? What was that? that? Eight days. Eight days. It's something like eight days. She yeah, didn't pretty, respond pretty for eight days. That's a long time. I know. I know. I can <laughs> tell her this, but I almost forgot about it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and look at you. That's amazing. I'm so excited for you guys. That's so great. I love those stories. That's such a good one. And where yeah, were you living, good. Matt? You were in that you flew uh, there. I was, I was in San Diego. I still am. Uh, she was in Denver. Um, oh, so she we actually, was in Denver. Yeah. So we started our relationship doing distance oh, and okay. luckily enough i was traveling quite a bit at my current job so i was able to see her be out endeavor every you know three or so weeks which is cool she would come out to visit me but she was in the service industry as a as a waitress so it's a little tougher for her as opposed to me where you know i could work anywhere i i'm always getting paid versus you know leaving a restaurant and that's your that's your livelihood so we were able to make it work and Finally, I had to put on the hard sell to get her to move out to California. Here we are. Oh, that's you beautiful. You got to share some pictures of the proposal, the whole nine later yeah. so I can add. Didn't, didn't get any, you know, um, it was funny because I, I was planning. I always knew I wanted to propose to her uh, traveling, something we both are passionate about. Uh, she, she had mentioned multiple times and in multiple Instagram messages that she wanted to go to Tulum. Um, so I, it was her hint, birthday hint. and I, I told her that I wasn't, that, that it was a surprise. I wasn't going to tell her she was going to find out when we got to the airport. Uh, so we showed up at the airport. Um, she found out we were going to Tulum, had no idea that, uh, I was going to propose. And funny enough, I found this, this beautiful Tulum hotel and I, you know, it had a hammock facing the, the, uh, the sun for sunset. And of course I show up at the hotel didn't give me the room I wanted to after I had gone back and forth, but it, it still was special. It was beautiful. And, uh, we had an amazing trip. 
Aw. That is back engaged. I love that. Got got right. engaged. Came back engaged. Yes. Yeah, so and how? Was when was fun. that? That was not not that long ago. Uh, November of last oh. year. Awesome. Yeah. So not that. Well, long. congratulations. A pandemic hey. marriage. This is a pandemic, this is a total yeah. pandemic marriage. A lot of people kind of went apart, but you guys came together. I, it's crazy because when COVID all all hit, I flew out to Denver and ended up staying for three and a half months. Um, at, at that time, we were living at her her brother's house. Uh, they ended ended up deciding to do a kitchen remodel, so we didn't have a kitchen, uh, oh and we we made it through a pandemic, a remodel gone wrong, and a move. And distance, I think it's bulletproof. Oh, that's awesome. So got a, right. a, a horrible remodel. I hear those are really stressful. I mean, Shannon and I have uh, talked about, we actually had seizures independently of she moved into another house. I had moved to Kentucky and we were kind of talking about the weird timing and of, of that stress. But then a pandemic, a remodel. And then so that begs the question, like, like, you know, obviously, this is kind of an epilepsy-centric sort of podcast. Did did how did you communicate that with your girlfriend at the time? And was it a big uh, deal, or um, did uh, that bring a stress on you that you had to overcome? Yeah. You know, early on when I was when the seizures came back, I was super super in denial. I think I've told you this, Nate, but Shannon, I'll I'll tell you as well. When yeah. they came back, Thanks. I just moved to San Diego. And I started having seizures again. I didn't tell anyone. I would go run, hide in the bathroom and have a seizure because I didn't want to live with the fact that, you know, I was having these again. I would have to stop driving. I was li living in a new city, living on my own for the first time. Um, so when the seizures came back, uh, I happened to go back to my parents' house. I had a seizure and they, they both knew this has been happening for a while. So that's when, you know took the car keys and started to live this new reality. So every day forward, trying to, you know, get better and talk about it and, and make it up front in the forefront. So um, it was one of the first things I told her that I had uh, just, you know, I'm not trying to mess around. Like if someone's not okay with it, then, you know, it's just not the person for me because it's a significant part of my life. Um, she says I never told her, but I definitely did. Uh, so that first time when I, uh, when we when I came in to visit her, she rolled out the red carpet. She she got us re reservations at the St. Regis in, in uh, Aspen, and um, we sorry phones sorry I'm having some issues over here. Everything's um, anyway. We were sitting at at this beautiful French restaurant in uh, Aspen and ended up having a seizure. She kind of was freaking out there for a second, but the table right next to us actually he, she was a nurse. She, she was able to talk Sarah through me having the seizure. Luckily, you know, my episodes typically last 15 to 30 seconds. So by the time people realize what's going on, I'm, I'm out of it. And I'm able to, you know, say, I'm all right. Don't call 911. I'll be okay. Um, but that kind of was that first experience. And, you know, from that moment on, I knew she was, she was the girl because, you know, she knew how to handle things. And, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. That's so awesome. beautiful. That's your ride or die, huh? Yeah. That's right. Honestly, it's there, there's a couple couple things that I you know want want my ride or die to be okay with. Number one is the seizures. Number two is the family, because those two those two are steady and they're not going anywhere. Wait, okay with your family, or do you want to have kids one day? Or same thing? I mean, but, both, both, both. I mean, you know what, what I was saying in my family. You know, we're we're 
loud Jewish Italian <laughs> family, right? People talk over themselves. It's a, it's a little different. So, you know, that that's obviously a uh, requirement to be able to deal with them. But, you know, we also want to have kids too. And we're, we're, we're talking through, you know, what that's going to look like with, you know, somebody like myself having epilepsy. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great. I love it. What, um, just because I don't know, what kind of seizures do you have? Yeah, so I've got like partial onset frontal lobe seizures. Uh, oh, okay. So typically I'll get an aura about anywhere from 30 seconds before to, you know, 10 seconds before I get some pulsation in my head. Seizure hits. Um, I typically, you know, move around. I'm, I'm conscious. I could hear you. I could see you. Just can't verbalize that I'm okay, that please right, don't call sure. 911, um, right. which, you know, is, is something I don't want to have to deal with. But um, yeah, so those are the type of seizures, you know, back at its worst. I was having about five a week. Um, but having been put on a new medication, they've been getting better. Um, you know, cut my seizures by almost two thirds a month was pretty incredible. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So what's your med? Uh, so I'm on a cocktail, as they, as they say. Uh, Excopri is the new medication, which, sure. is, which has really helped. Um, there's a lot of, been a lot of good success with that. I'm also on uh, Briviact and Vimpat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a couple months ago, I was telling Nate this. I, I was on Aptium, actually, as well. Uh, and I was on Aptium for a couple of years and never an issue, but I had a whole scare to where my sodium dipped down to hyponatremia levels. So I, I had to go to the emergency room. They submitted me in the ICU for a couple nights to, to get my sodium back up. And lo and behold, Aptium actually is a known salt blocker. So we had to wean myself off of that medication. Uh, still been dealing with dealing with some after effects of that, but uh, we're, we're getting through it day by day. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that about Aptium. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy, but <laughs> happy to hear that the seizures have gone down. That's great. Yeah. Pretty, you know, it, it, it's been a breath of fresh air. You know, it's something I've lived with, you know, it hasn't really phased. I've been able to live a normal life, you know, have a dog, have a job, you know, yeah. go out, have friends, you know, do the normal, do the normal thing. Sure. So, you know, yes. it hasn't been the worst, but it's also been something to where, you know, I've had to adapt. I don't drive anymore. Yeah. 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 I get that. Well, speaking of which, uh, living, you know, normal, it's, you've, you've been to Tulum, you, you're going to have a, mm -hmm. a wife, which is amazing. Yeah. And um, one of the reasons we also wanted to talk to you, because we know you and understand yeah. you have a big trip coming up. Big trip. You're, Can't you're wait. going across. Yeah, you're going across the pond. Um, so I think, if I recall correctly, you're going to Amsterdam first, mm -hmm. and then yep. you're going to be doing a train and and some yeah. things. Yeah. So we're. How are we're you prepping for that? Uh, prepping for that. Uh, mentally, just trying to make sure my work is in a good place so I don't leave them high and dry for for three weeks. But uh, you know, something that's important as well is as you guys know, you need to have your supply of medication, especially when you're going abroad. Um, and you know, that that's the bane of my existence is dealing with the insurance companies and the, and the pharmacies. So I need yeah. to prep and, you know, get emergency authorizations for travel through all my medications. Uh, it's going to be something, but, um, but yeah, that, you know, that's it. We're going, my fiance has got a sales meeting in Amsterdam. So we'll be there for five nights. Then we fly to Zurich for a couple nights. And then we're taking the train through the Swiss Alps to Lake Como. 
Uh, we're going to be going down to Portofino in Italy as well as Luca, and then finish our trip in Florence. I mean, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the pre-honeymoon honeymoon. <laughs> For sure. I'm a little jealous yeah. of yeah. that experience right now. Can you give us some yeah. updates when you're over there? Give us, give us a shout out. Let us know how you're doing. Absolutely. Will do. I'll tag you guys yeah. on Instagram. Especially when you get some coffee in Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for, exactly. for us and for our listeners and viewers, do you have any tips and tricks for dealing with the insurance and the doctors and, and prepping for a um, trip yeah. that size? You got to be on top of both of them. Um, you know, I, I've had it to where I've gotten my doctor on a three-way call with myself, the doctor's office, the insurance company, and the pharmacy. So for, technically a four-way call to make sure everything goes because there's always an issue, always needs to be a prior authorization. You know, all my medications that I'm on are controlled substances, so they only could fill them a certain number of days before. There's a lot of lot of hoops that you have to hop over, but uh, honestly, just persistence and, you know, all the pharmacy, all the pharmacists know me, all the doctors and nurses at the, at the Mayo Clinic know me because I'm always talking to them. But really just being being upfront and trying to get it pushed through. Yeah, advocating for yourself is how we tell that it's to huge. people over and over and over. It's huge. So. And, you know, even just this, this bout where I was in the ICU, just being able to speak to what you have and, and verbalize that. Because, you know, doctors, they've got a thousand patients, right? Nurses, they have got a ton of different things. So you have to make sure that, you know, either you have someone there to relay the information or you're able to relay that information. That's great. Great yeah. advice, I think. What's been, Matt, I was, I was wanting to ask you, what's been one of these crazy kind of hazy kind of moments that maybe you haven't shared before? And, you know, Ooh. yeah, do you have any of those? Well, yeah, I'll share a couple stories. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, we love story stories, time. Matt. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Let's see. So the first story was New Year's Eve, um, happened to be spending it in Denver. We had a group of people. We were going to go to a really nice restaurant uh, and then go to a speakeasy. And then uh, we got hotels for the night. So we ended up, you know, we were having fun. We were eating, we were drinking. Um, You know, I try not to over drink, you know, being on all these medications, but it was New Year's Eve. So, you know, started to catch a buzz. Uh, we were getting a nightcap at the at the hotel bar. Ended up having a seizure. Um, the bouncer, the bartender, thought I was just drunk and I passed out and everything. So they actually kicked me and all my friends out. But my fiance, this is how I knew she was the one too. She was a bulldog. She was telling the bartender she hated his shoes and it was ugly. Like just relaying the information that no, I was just having a seizure. That I wasn't hammered. That you know I something medically happened uh ended up getting kicked out um we left and obviously reached out to the hospitality group and was able to you know work with them to get the proper education and training for for the service industry to know how to handle seizure first aid and what to look out for as opposed to just you know kicking somebody out thinking they're drunk so that that was one instance you know we we tried to put it all over social media and and I was able to get to the VP of hospitality at, at the at the group. It was at the Moxie in Denver. Um, is was the hotel. Um, so there's one story. I don't know if you want me to. Th- that is so cool. That's that is, amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I've actually, being... you know, you hear stuff like that happen. And, uh, but I actually, you're the first person I actually have met that it's happened to. So. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've always been the person like, let it happen to me. Let me be the punching bag. So somebody else, you know, who doesn't have the confidence and, and wherewithal to, to be able to do this, like, let me be the, let me be the brick to throw through the wall so they can easily step through. Oh, that's Good sweet. for you. That's amazing. Um, how did the VP at the Moxie respond? What was that like? So he was obviously extremely apologetic. And, you know, he, he went at it in a smart approach to where he wanted to, you know, get all the information before everything. But he, uh, I, I got them in contact with the Epilepsy Foundation in Denver mm -hmm. to schedule classes pandemic hit so i don't know how that process has been mm -hmm. going i'm probably due to follow up i know the hospitality group lost like three quarters of their their employees through everything um but just making that connection i was able to do an interview on the denver news station as well mm. um just about the whole situation because it's truly important right seizure first aid is is vastly important one in 26 people are going to have epilepsy so it's it's predominantly you know in front of us and people should know how to you know work with it especially in a in a customer facing position like a bartender or a hotel worker or something like that 100 percent, 110 20 percent. yeah and you know something similar in an occurrence you know i was about to hop on a southwest flight um and of course as i'm as i'm scanning my ticket i have a seizure um finally come to and say no i'm fine i'm okay and basically, the uh, the not the flight attendant, but the desk agent who was scanning everything basically said, "No, you can't go on this plane. Can't go on this plane." Um, I was like, "No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm truly okay." Um, and just coincidentally, behind me happened to be a nurse, and she was like, "No, he's fine. Like it's okay." Ended up getting the pilot to come out and like get his okay thumbs up. Uh, and the the person behind me, she was a nurse. She said. No, he, he's okay. I'll sit by him just in case something happens. Um, but that was just another another case to where, you know, people don't realize what's going on or don't know how to handle the situation. They were they were originally going to force me to miss my flight and go in an ambulance when I said, no, I'm okay. Like, this is what happens. This is what, what uh, you know, this is this is what happens, et cetera. Wow. Wow. They, yeah, no, it's... it's... <laughs> You hear stories well, like, I shocking, feel like I've heard everything, you know? but yeah, it's, yeah. it's well, how long I mean, was that? It, like a 15 to 30 is, seconds. In this instance, you're, you were hazy, but, but they were very hazy. <laughs> you know, pretty, it's like yeah. they're, they just, and it's, you know, it's shocking to all of us that have epilepsy yeah. and, but at the same time, it's not, you know, but it's to, true. To and you know, that, that somebody w would, I don't know. It's mind boggling. I guess it is mind boggling. And, and you know, situations like this for people who are epileptic can, can bring on more anxiety if you're thinking about Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's more stress, do, you know, so. Do you wear a but, medical, do you know the bracelets like the, that has yeah. say epilepsy on them? But do you wear the, one of those or not? I don't wear, I don't wear the, uh, a bracelet. I have a necklace that says epilepsy patient on the back. It says 15 to 30 second seizures. Don't call nine or wait 10 minutes to call 911. So when I'm traveling alone, I'll wear it outside. Uh, at that given time, I didn't have that. Uh, so after that occurrence, I decided, you know, I think I probably should have one of these, especially mm -hmm. if I'm traveling alone. 
Yeah, no, that's that would be super helpful. I I, I too have yeah. been accused of uh, well, one time I I was driving, I ran into a retaining wall, and the paramedics come to my friend and said, "Is your is your buddy on acid?" They're like, "No, he's having a seizure." Like the their first uh, the first thought was acid. Um, yeah, and, right. <laughs> but but yeah, it's so it's so interesting because those moments in public when you're by yourself or even with somebody can be so scary to people. And yeah. you know, just one quick search on the internet, and if you go down the like, you know, watch other people have seizures in public places and see how others you know sort of react. It's it's very it's very daunting. So I mean, kudos to that nurse, definitely at Southwest. Uh, thank what a, God, yeah. what a blessing. Yeah, and you know, it, it's also something as you guys know, seizures are dramatized in a certain light, right? You, you watch a medical show, and it's like somebody having a grand mal. Yet, you know, it's a fraction of percent of people who have those type of seizures. So it, it's getting out you know, the, the knowledge and recognition that there, there isn't just one type of seizure. There's multiple facets of seizures and people do different things. People just, you know, blank stare versus, you know, me where I lose motor functions, but I'm fully conscious, you know? So getting the education and wherewithal out to everybody, you know, I think is super important to show like, it's just not the one type of seizure. There are a thousand type of different seizures. Excellent point. Yes, absolutely. Hosanna, Hosanna. Yeah. <laughs> so any, that after is. going down to kind of piggyback off of Shannon's question earlier, because we were talking about, uh, you, she was asking you about any tips, tricks. Um, I remember working at the, you know, in, in advocacy for several years. And I remember, you know, kind of younger kids would come up and ask about, you know, sort of relationships or, and this kind of goes to what we were talking about earlier with your um, fiance. But what about relationships sort of in the workplace? Or how do you navigate that world? Is it, uh, to me, I, you strike me as someone that's going to attack, you know, head on and advocate. Is that correct? Yeah. So, you know, as, as the seizures came back, I got better and better on, on not just how to deal with it, but how to, how to talk about it and how to, you know, let everybody know. Obviously, this whole pandemic, everything's kind of changed because I'm, I'm in a remote first position, which is, you know, great. I get to work out of my house or work from wherever. Um, but before I was I was in office. Um, so it was something, you know, from day one, to even just in the interview phase, say, hey, just so you know, in case this happens during the interview, here's what to do. Uh, this is something that's part of me. I've had it, you know, for X amount of years. And just getting that out, uh, is super important for the recognition aspect, you know, so when it does happen, you know, the, the boss or the other employees know what to do. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny because it's not funny, but when I have seizures and I'm with my close group of people, they're just like, yeah, Matt's out for a second. He'll be back in a few. And, and that's kind of how it goes. And, you know, people will right. see the first seizure and kind of freak out for a second and then after that, you know, I have so many that they, they just say, oh, he'll be back in a few. Just check do you it have, out for a second. Do you, do you have a back in five sign? Yeah, yeah exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a good but, one. But, uh, you know, seizures, they don't define me, but it's definitely a part of me. Uh, that's where, you know, it's, it's a part of my personality. It's who I am. It's, you know, it's something I'm going to be dealing with, at least for the time being. Um, so, you know, if you don't like it, 
we're not going to be friends. It's okay. Uh, but to just know it's going to be something, you know, I'm not going to be able to drive and I'm not going to be able to do certain things, but you know, I'll be, I'll be there for you. That's great. What, uh, and I think always, I would say, you know, that, that support, oh, it's so key. I mean, to have the friends and the family and the people and, and I, people ask me that all the time too. And I just, you know, it's the people, they're the ones that got me through and still do. Uh, It's just thinking about, right. I mean, my best friend went to college with, we just, not for this reason, but we just did. And Right. Just, yeah. And, it, you know, it was definitely something uh, from the get go to where I, I kind of didn't want to face that fact. I didn't want to deal with it. Um, I remember when the seizures came back, I was, you know, I, I had the seizure in front of my parents. They knew they came down, picked up my car. But even my roommate didn't even know I had seizures. That's like, that's how I hit it. I would literally run in the bathroom. I would do certain things and d- distract or whatever. And I had, yeah. You know, after everything, I had to face everything head on and sit down with each of my friends and say, hey, here, here's what it is. Here's kind of the deal. And then, of course, everyone's super supporting and, you know, they want to help you. And, you know, I'm the worst because I, I never want to make people go out of their way. So especially not driving, people are like, oh, I'll take you. You know, I'm always going to fight it, but I'm trying to get better and better to accept, accept, accept. Because they, they want to help you. That's why they're there. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, on that note, um, you said the seizures came back when you were 20? Mm-hmm. 20. Okay. So my question is, you know, I talk to a lot of parents and, um, you know, of kids who are newly diagnosed. And I'm just wondering, what would your advice be to those kids, like those teenagers? You know, yeah. if you're a teenager, yeah. newly diagnosed, 20-something, and you know mm-hmm. what's What's coming? You got college, you know, how, how, what would your advice be to them in navigating life with epilepsy at that yeah. specific age? Yeah. Um, you know, first I, I tell them I'll be upfront, you know, it, it, it's not going to be easy from the get go, but at the same time, it's not going to be de- debilitating. You know, yes, you're going to have to kind of pick and choose what, what you do. You're going to have to make alterations to your life, but you know, there still is a path forward, you know, um, it, it, it's something that's not going to define you, but it's going to be a part of you. Um, and you know, when you truly find your support system, who they are, because they, they truly do shine. Clip that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Clip <Perfect>. that. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, checking off the boxes when I'm, you know, trying to meet a new friend or my fiance is just like, how do you deal with this? This is high up on the list. Um, so if, if you don't deal with it well, then either we're going to work on it or we're just not, we're not meant to be. Um, we're, uh, do you, uh, now we're actually talking to, uh, next week and a comedian with epilepsy, a comedian with epilepsy, like by profession. Yeah. Do you, um, do I mean obviously with the back and five kind of thing? Which, by the way, Shannon, I'm thinking good T-shirts. Matt's beautiful face there, you know, back and five. Oh, I like that. I like. <laughs> yeah, that. back and five, like um, old 1950s hair slicked up, you know, back and five type stuff. What do you use? Because um, it's interesting. I, I've talked, and Shannon and I have spoken to a lot of caretakers. Obviously, nothing funny about a seizure. Right. But then you're in the, you know, we all, we're sort of in the foxhole. 
uh, if you do, if you do, how do you kind of utilize a comedic approach potentially to with your friends and whatnot? Um, I mean, kind of like I had said, you know, it, it's kind of like me checking out for a second. Um, something so early on when the seizures came back, there were times where I'd get an aura, but a seizure wouldn't happen. I would able to, I would be able to kind of counteract it, and it would go away. Ever since then, I'm, I'm also can be very stubborn. So when the aura comes, I wasn't listening to it and the seizure would happen. and I wouldn't be in the best place possible. So number one, just getting in the most safe place to actually have the seizure. If I feel the aura coming down, kneeling down and, you know, making sure I'm not fully standing and over cement and hitting my head or something like that. Um, but just, just emphasizing that, you know, I'm going to check out here for a sec, just make sure I don't hurt myself. And then, you know, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, I didn't even realize, so you do have the aura where you can give the, I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting better at verbalizing it. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, trying to get, get better at, you know, making sure I'm in a, I'm sure I'm in a safe place to actually have the seizure. Um, but there have been times where I've been like, on a driveway uphill and I had a seizure and I fell down and knock on wood, I haven't hurt myself too bad, but there have been occurrences where I've, you know, scraped my chin or hit my eye or, you know, something like that. And it's just cause of having a seizure. Cost of doing business, huh? Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's kind of the, kind of it. But you know, what I would emphasize too is just listen, listen to your body. It's trying to tell you something. Just listen. I like that. And it sounds too, I mean, kind of what you're saying and that once people accept that, you know, this is, this is part of who they are, then I think dealing with it will be way easier. And I would agree with that too, from my own personal experience, a hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm curious Let's back up a little bit and talk about the drinking thing because we always yeah. talk about that, and that's always a comes up. It's kind of a a topic of conversation for everybody. And yeah, we, we Nathan and I both drink. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, hey, I'm I don't really on. go. I used to drink in excess. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, uh, I'm old, a lot older than you two, but. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel you. you. Know, I mean, I, yeah. kids and yeah. dogs and everything. I mean, nobody wants to be hungover, and the hangovers start to hit way worse as you age. Believe me, I I get the massive headache. You know, it's something you don't want. But um, you know, having epilepsy, taking medications, I've always, you know, wanted to be in in control of myself. So you know, I had never done a drug in my life until like this last year when I smoked pot for the first time. Uh, not not my experience don't like it don't have to do it again um but uh with drinking you know i I never wanted to drink in excess to where i was out of control i always wanted to be there yes i've i've gotten drunk had the double vision but i always remember what happened the night before never blacked out um but i'm a sucker for a good red wine i love bourbon um my man Tequila's uh, becoming more and more of a thing. Love a good margarita, <laughs> Aperol spritz. <laughs> the, you get like the nice, the little Aperol spritz. I can, I can see you smashing a couple spritzes, you know, on a 
beautiful European afternoon. So you are going to stay, it sounds like, you're going to stay away from the coffee shops. I did have stay some follow-up coffee shop questions. Yeah, you know, it was, it was something kind of did on the whim. Uh, my fiance and I, we, we happened to, someone gave it to us, gave us a joint, and we smoked it, and I had like the same five thoughts going through my head back and forth and i just was not about it i was happy that it was it was done with what were the five <laughs> thoughts oh uh, it's just like oh this is happening again and then you start to think about it and then it comes back it's, I, I don't even remember but it was uh not my thing <laughs> i'll stick to drinking which is crazy because you know that's a whole drug in itself and people feel less in control with it but you know, I, I know my limit. I know where when I have to stop. You know, I always know, uh, you know, don't drink in excess. You're not going to want to do that with yeah. meds. That's great. Our guest, you know, Vanessa Hanshaw from Kingston shared with us that yeah. she doesn't like to get out of control because that's already a thing that happens in her life. And I thought that was really kind of eloquent. Um, yeah, you know, it, um, let's see. What was I going to say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, God, it's so cool to catch up with you. I think we spoke a couple times, Matt, but I'm so glad that we kind of like were able to open up like this. And with yeah. Shannon, like she's a total boss, amazing woman and advocate and like God, I wish we would have joined forces way long ago, but you know, God, I don't know. I'm so happy yeah. to see you thriving and you got a marriage around the corner. You got women hitting you up on Bumble sending little like <laughs> tongues out of their smiley face. Oh, which which what does that's uh, obviously uh like that's a hunk of hunk of smiley face right like with the tongue out uh, like she's that's what I think. she's thirsty right yeah trouble you guys ain't gonna be in trouble <laughs> is she gonna watch this she has to right um, she's definitely gonna watch this and i'm gonna yeah. be careful <laughs> yeah so our next segment is talking about how beautiful your fiance is you want to go ahead and take it away <laughs> yeah uh, she she's Truly, she's gorgeous. I'm lucky, love, lucky to have her. I'm excited. She's, she's the fire in the relationship. She's got all the creative. She's, she's got a thousand hobbies. She makes candles. She's giving proceeds to uh, the Epilepsy Foundation, fifteen percent of every sale. Oh, cool! Uh, which is awesome. She's, she's a photographer by trade, so she's shooting weddings, engagements, maternity photos. Uh, she also works at a bioscience company and inside sales, so she does that. She does pottery. We've got a whole pottery wheel at our house as well. So she does it all. Man. She's also working for a real estate team doing all of their media. So she's truly a, a hustler. Can we, have her. can we have you back and, and have her on too? Maybe like in the nearby yeah. future? Uh, I'll see if I can, can work that. You think she'd be down? That would be so cool. Shannon had a great idea. Yeah. She was like, maybe we should like talk to like sort of our partners, you know, bring them on. Yeah kind of episode yeah. but we'll, we'll think about that that'd be cool she sounds super interesting she's super creative and she truly is just the nicest person and she came after you right because bumble yeah good job well i actually went out to her because i she didn't we didn't connect in bumble i just saw happened to see the, her i sent the dm i went through the side yeah <laughs> he sent that one is she is she also a dodgers fan she is because I am. <laughs> oh, Shannon can't she's, get past uh, that. Uh oh. She's from the Midwest. Um, she so she originally she was born in Miami, lived some time in Minnesota, but predominantly from Indiana. 
Uh, so her mom is in Indiana. Her dad. Oh wait, is she a Hoosier? Is she a Hoosier too? She went to IU. Yeah, she did. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> well. But, um, oh. I got her to move out to San Diego, and then we we convinced her sister and little nephew to move out. So we've got them in San Diego as well. Oh, cool. he's he's a little six year old. I'm coaching his little baseball team, which is fun. And that's uh, great. Yeah, it's good. Good time. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. That, that's my, so cool. Um, I mean, I was just going to say, we have my family here in San Diego, too, so it's good. Yeah, will you please send a big hello from Shannon and myself to Lori? I will. I'm actually, ironically, she's here. Uh, oh, she- I, I'm, at, I, I'm at her house right now because we, we have a dog sitter coming to interview. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. We'll yeah. send... Oh, I'll send our best to her. Oh, because you're going out of town. So are you going to have the dogs yeah. that stay? So we, so I, uh, crazy, epilepsy. Um, we live in a, uh, a beautifully architected apartment. Uh, so there's like 15 units in the building. Every unit is different. Uh, so our unit, it's an upstairs, downstairs, upstairs loft is where our bedroom is. We have a spiral staircase in the middle taking us up to the bedroom. Um, but obviously before we had moved in, seizures are a thing. Don't want to have a seizure on a spiral staircase. Not the best. So it was a conversation we had to have, but you know, with the auras, I can kind of feel it coming. Just don't get on the stairs, knock on wood. Hasn't been an issue. Um, but we don't like our dog sitters to go there. Cause one of my dogs, Mallory, she's not good with other dogs. My parents have a backyard, so we'll have them watch the dogs here and let, easily let them out instead of a dog walker having to come walk them. Oh, good. Yeah. Go ahead, Nate. I was just going to say, Matt, please do. I mean, I will follow, I follow you on social media, so we're going to share, but maybe I'll hit you up on the DM and then like send us a, some special shout-outs and how you're doing over Absolutely. there. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I can't wait. We leave Sunday or a week from Sunday. It's crazy. God, I'm, I'm jealous. That's going to be so fun. I am so jolly. I I can't wait. You know, I've been to Italy. This will be the third time now. Uh, But haven't been abroad other than like Tulum um, since 2018. So it'll be good to get away, see what post-pandemic Europe looks like. Um, But just excited. We're meeting some friends out in Lake Como, which will be a really good time. And uh, just trying to relax a little bit. Oh, man. Well, enjoy that. I know you've earned it. It's been a rough kind of, you know, relapse with the seizures, but you definitely have an amazing head on your shoulders. And I look up to you, man. And it's so cool to see your story play out and see your success. And congratulations again on the marriage. Send our best to the fam. I mean, I know you have a hard out here in a bit, and I know we covered a lot of ground. And I'm definitely going to clip this up and and share some of these really important you know, like Shannon said, it's so important to share those. What would you say? Tricks of the trade, if you will, you know, kind of tips and a hundred percent. I think people, people like to hear what other people are doing. How, how do you do that? How do you, you know, and I just think you're the pieces that you mentioned just about advocating for yourself and, and, you know, those kinds of say Southwest or at the hotel. I mean, you know, a lot of people wouldn't do that. They would leave yeah. with their head down and go home and, you know, be super depressed that that happened. And I just wanna, that's not okay. 
Yeah, just lead the path that's less paved. So it's, you know, more paved for, for future people. Like I said, you know, it's some things where I'm in a really good place to where I could talk about it. Something happens to me, I'm going to stand up for myself. But I don't want somebody who's not as comfortable to go through something like that. That's just not fair. Um, and, and I think that's just as repetitive as I'm going to be, it's just getting the information out there in the hands of the people that need to have it. Right. And I think that's what we're trying to do here. And so, you know, having someone like you on, people will listen. Like, oh, yeah, he did that. And, you know, they're going to follow down that path that you're paving. And I think that that's very beautiful. And, you know, I, I, I talk to people all the time. Like I said, um, you know, I just had a conversation with a woman yesterday whose daughter, 12, just diagnosed. What's that going to look like for the rest of her yeah. life? She actually just had a – she called – a few different, you know, places and, you know, her daughter's on Depakote, same as Nathan and I. And mm. one of the women uh, somewhere here in Orange County said, well, it, you know, if you ever want grandchildren, you better think twice about that Depakote. And I like, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody said that yeah. to you. You know, that's I mean, that's so harsh and not true. You know, it's not the yeah. reality. Um, it doesn't, Depakote doesn't affect your reproductive or organs. You just, it'll affect your child. You know, it will have adverse effects on your child. And that's why, you know, and, and just in that conversation, I was able to tell her, you know, this tiny little bit, this tiny little piece that she will need to go on another medication. And that's mm -hmm. the tough part because there might not be any other medication that works as well as Depakote. But just by telling her that she went, Oh, you know, like a yeah. huge sense of relief. And so what you're doing is amazing because people need to hear this. Absolutely. And you know, yeah. I'm, I'm always open. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram. I'll have, I'll have Nate drop it in there. Um, but you know, I'm always happy to take a phone call or chat uh -huh. text back and forth yeah. just because, you know, like, you know, I've gone through it. I've done, you know, I, I went to uh, UCLA, had my team of doctors there. I did, you know, the whole uh, seizure monitoring EEG. I did, you know, the spec test twice to where they couldn't get a good result from it. Uh, so they basically said, it's kind of all we can do for you. So I moved down to San Diego. I started seeing somebody at UCSD. Um, and he kind of got to a point to where, you know, everything looks normal. I know you have seizures, but we can't find where they're coming from. So there really isn't an answer right now. Um, which, you know, I, I appreciate the transparency, you know, that that's something for me that, that I enjoy. Um, but, you know, you always want to keep trying. So started seeing a new doctor at the Mayo Clinic. So went out there and, you know, working with and she introduced a new drug, Excopri. So there, there always is something potentially. So sure. keep the head up. Um, you know, I know it might get exhausting at times to, you know, uh, want to keep trying, but always have to keep trying and keep your ears open because technology is moving so quickly and developments are moving so quickly. I mean, look at look at COVID. We came with a vaccine so quick um, that, you know, it's only going to get faster and faster in the future. For sure. That's great advice. Um, I'm just man. curious, do you have any major side effects from your meds? Well, I, um, I would, I'm a side effect girl. I like to hear, learn about. No, <laughs> I I actually haven't had a side effect from a medication other than double vision. 
and that that was something to where I'd take it in the morning, I'd have double vision, you know, for about 20 minutes, and then it'd go away. Um, but with everything that happened during uh, when my sodium dipped down, my body actually hasn't been normal uh, since. So I, I've been dealing with internal body tremors to where like my, my hand is, is shaking super bad. Um, doctor and I are kind of working. We're tweaking with medications to see if it's something like that. Potentially my nervous system reset uh, with everything kind of going out of whack. So it's trying to figure figure itself out. Um, but other than that, no no other side effects, luckily. Um, you know, a little tired when I take Exopri in the morning, but nothing coffee can't really solve. Um, but uh, yeah, luckily I haven't had extreme extreme uh, side effects, which is good. That's great. Gosh, that's a bummer about the sodium, that sodium. But I, I get those tremors too. Do you have them, Nathan? Yeah. No, I haven't. No, you don't? I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. No, I, I mean, sometimes at night, I think. <laughs> I, I'll feel that. I just love side effects, girl. That's just like, well, I don't know. I'm really fascinated <laughs> by side effects because side I feel effects. like, you know, this is I mean, whole it's the thing. same thing with yeah. why, you know, some medications work for some people and they don't for other people. But, um, and, you know, some people get certain side effects and some people don't. I mean, I was on Zonagran and it, I, I killed me. I was like living in a fugue state for a whole year. Yeah. I couldn't even, Jeez. you know, comprehend. I couldn't think of, I couldn't remember yeah. things, big things that we had done. Like what cousins' weddings were just gone. And, yeah. I went off of it, and three days later, I called my husband. I said, remember that wedding that I couldn't remember going to? <laughs> I re remember it now. I totally remember yeah, the amazing. whole thing. And it's just crazy. So I'm I'm fascinated by all of that. So yeah. I'm, I'm, in a, it's, I'm in a chair, and it keeps turning. <laughs> like, <woo>. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a side effect, too. We got, uh, we got I'll be back in five man and side effect girl. Now, I need, I need a, a nickname. I'm going to come up with a nickname for myself. Toilet here. man. <laughs> but <laughs> you say toilet man? Yeah, but only because you ripped the toilet off the wall the last time you had oh. a seizure. I think that's a really. I forgot about that. It must be a side effect. And kind of funny. Kind of funny. Yeah, I did. I went incredible Hulk, Matt, on my closet and everything. It was a, it was a hurricane. It was mm -hmm. toilet man. Okay. Porcelain boy. Yeah. Por yeah. Porcelain yeah, boy. We'll think of a better one. Porcelain. That's what, yeah, to that's toilet, what popped into my head. Toilet boy just makes yeah. me sound kind of like an asshole. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, where did you go to college? Yeah. Uh, so I did two years of junior college up in LA. Um, uh -huh. And then I transferred down to San Diego State. Uh, oh, cool. Funny enough. So I applied to three schools. Uh, originally, when I was transferring, San Diego State was my reach school. And I, I got the email. Never forget it. Uh, and I went down to my parents' room and I was like, I think I got into San Diego State. I was, I was dumbfounded that I got in uh, just because they, they accept less than 10% into the school. Um, but it ended up being one of the most phenomenal experiences of my life. Um, yeah, I got my business marketing degree there, met some of my best friends, people are going to be in my wedding. Um, and uh, it, it was excellent. It got me to San Diego and that's home now. Yeah. And you're still there. Still here. Yeah. And this is yeah. where we're going to start our family. That's great. My brother and sister-in-law, San Diego State, met there. And oh, they're 50 now. So 30 years later, they're still there. Yeah. 
no, surfing and awesome. doing their thing. Yeah. All right. I got my parent I got my parents to move down here. Yeah, that's fairly recent, right? That yeah, it was uh March of twenty, or like right around the okay. pandemic. Yeah, okay. I remember your mom saying that they were moving, so Yeah. They they came down here, which is good to have them close. Not too close, but just close <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, Understand perfect. that. Yeah. I definitely understand that. Well, Matt, any sign up? I know you got, again, I think you have a hard out in nine minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, man. This is our third episode of Hazy Not Crazy. And it's just, we're so excited to to do this. And thank you for joining. Thank you for joining yeah. and help us, helping us like get these stories out there. We, I mean, I'm super grateful. I know Shannon is too. No, absolutely. I'm excited to see the finished product so I can push it across all my social media and get get all my circle ears on it. Oh, we love it. Thank you so much. It was so great. Yeah. And I know our listeners and viewers are going to enjoy and appreciate as much as we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like I had mentioned, if you guys, anyone wants to get in touch and talk about epilepsy, I'm always happy to chat. Awesome. I'll write that up and then I'll leave your socials in the in the notes description. Everybody listening, check out hazynotcrazy.com. We're going to be posting this blog post about Matt and our interview with him today and we'll leave his socials there. I mean, it goes down on the DM. I mean, that's how he got his wife. So, you know, a little <laughs> epilepsy feedback, you know, we can get that too. So there you go. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right, Matt, we'll love send it. the best to... It to your family buddy and uh right. i expect to hear from you uh some see some good pictures from europe okay absolutely all the right best. all right thanks all right. matt see you bud all right guys okay. take care bye